Hi, I am Martin, and this is Words That Change You. Words fly all around us. Kind words, silly words, angry words. And they do so all day long. But how often does something written or spoken really feed our souls? Wouldn't it be nice if beyond the noise we could listen to words that make a difference? Words that change us. In Words That Change You, we'll examine words, events, concepts that have impacted us lately and see whether we could not glean some nuggets of wisdom to feed on and some tools that apply that for our lives. Tune in and be surprised. Hope our secret power. In May of 1979, the playwright Václav Havel was incarcerated because of his political activities. He was no stranger to imprisonment, but this one was going to last for a total of four years. It is very well documented in the famous book Letters to Olga. Olga was his wife. It is hard to imagine what goes on in a person's head when they are robbed of their freedom. But in Havel's case, it seems evident that this period allowed him to consider what was really important to him and how to maintain the, quote, right orientation of the heart. This orientation he calls hope, and I quote Havel now, hope is an orientation of the spirit, an orientation of the heart. It transcends the world that is immediately experienced and is anchored somewhere beyond its horizons." End of quote. When we consider Havel's life, we can see that hope was clearly a strong force behind his actions, and it eventually led him to becoming president of the then Czechoslovakia. But in some way, this and many other honors that the man collected during his lifetime are nothing more than an acknowledgement of a remarkable life a life lived with purpose and conviction. As a child, my family would sometimes drive into the countryside east of Jena. It did not take long before we would arrive at the Hungarian border and with it the Iron Curtain. Barbed wire fences and gun towers could be seen from miles away, and nobody questioned their existence at the time. That was the then normal. Some of our listeners probably don't even remember the fall of the Berlin Wall in 1989, a momentous event for my generation. The point we are making is that many of us have known no other Europe than that which emerged after the Cold War. But for it to emerge, men like Havel needed to be able to imagine a different world from the one they were living in. Here's another quote of his. Hope in this deep and powerful sense is not the same as joy that things are going well or willingness to invest in enterprises that are obviously headed for early success, but rather an ability to work for something because it is good, not because it stands a chance to succeed." End of quote. So whatever else we think of Havel and his contemporaries, we must acknowledge their fierce ability to fight for what was good notwithstanding the outcome.
But from where do people take that hope? How do they conjure up that sense of conviction which enables them to accomplish such remarkable feats? In his amazing book, David and Goliath, Malcolm Gladwell recounts the stories of men and women who embarked upon athletic, scientific and human adventures without much expectation of success. He describes their dogged determination and their ability to soldier on in spite of devastating setbacks. If you read between the lines, what provided the energy and resilience of these Davids was most often a sense of calling and mission. It was not something they chose to do, but rather a task that chose them. Which gets us back to a last quote of Havel's. Hope is definitely not the same thing as optimism. It is not the conviction that something will turn out well, but a certainty that something makes sense regardless of how it turns out." End of quote. We especially like this one because it debunks the notion that hopeful people are perennial optimists, those unflappable people for whom the glass is never half empty. Howell was not only a writer, but also a philosopher and intellectual. He's tapping into Immanuel Kant's fundamental question, what can we hope for? In so doing, he upholds the notion that the universe and our lives in it have meaning, they make sense. And hope is there to have us keep looking for that sense, that meaning. Such an attitude to hope is often associated with religious belief, and rightly so. Hope, certainly in Christian circles, is one of the cardinal, that is, fundamental virtues. Yet, that is not necessary. Probably the most famous book on hope written in the 20th century is The Principle of Hope by the Marxist Ernst Bloch. Human hope is not necessarily rooted in the promise of the coming of a messiah, even though that has inspired generations of Jews and Christians. It could just as well be nourished by the expectation of a utopian state or some other kind of political or social change. Christians are not the only ones who labor in hope. Think of philanthropists, social workers, prison chaplains, all people who display hope in their work for a variety of reasons. Which leaves us with a simple question. What is your hope? Consider for a moment what it is that motivates you, what gets you out of bed. Is it sheer optimism that things will be alright? The past two years have proven that things are not always alright. Or is it simply routine, since we are afraid that if we believe too much in a certain outcome we might get disappointed? Or is it the firm conviction that there is meaning and you spend all your energy seeking that meaning, both for yourself and others? Not all of us go through the purification process of prison as Havel did. But most of us face difficulties one day or another that put into question what we live and hope for. Superficial motives get ground up, but profound ones survive and get tempered and thus stronger. Allow yourself to question whether your hope is resilient, able to withstand opposition, testing disappointment. Otherwise, it is simply optimism.
You might also want to consider whether there are people, famous or normal, quote unquote, who have impressed you with their ability to exercise hope. My three examples are the following. First, Nelson Mandela, whose capacity to stay positive and without resentment while in prison has always impressed me. Secondly, Brian Stevenson. He is an American lawyer who defends African-American men on death row. I love his comment, hope is our superpower, which proves that what gives him energy is that very capacity for hope. Finally, an old lady called Joy, who was estranged from her son for 40 years, but who never gave up and finally re reconnected with him a year before her death. Who are the people on your list? Whether you reform a political regime or simply improve family relations, hope is often the fuel that helps people affect change. So I hope you will look into that. This was Words That Change You with me, Martin Steinbereitner was produced by Fritz Lowy, Piroshka Kacha, Harry Kalef, and Jacob Dubibert. If you like this episode, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or wherever else you get your podcasts from. Also feel free to leave us feedback or questions on Facebook under Einstein Podcasts. Until next time.